You are listening to the Smaller Your Hunting podcast, the podcast dedicated to just anything and everything that is the white-tailed deer. You know me, I'm Ty Miller, your host, founder, and the voice of SmallAgreHunting.com. You are the ones that made this turn from a blog to a website to a YouTube channel to everything that it is. So hopefully you find this new venture, this new consistent delivery of information via the podcast useful. But less chatting on the intro, more chatting on the topic. Let's get this episode started. Let's talk whitetails. Hey guys, it's been a long time. (laughs) You know, I actually sat down and it was November 11th, it was last fall, and I actually recorded a podcast. Um, It partly became a self um, speech to myself, kind of. I kind of sounded like a coach at halftime when your team's down 28 to 0 football and you got you know your, your starting quarterbacks down your your starting running backs down wide receiver got kicked out whatever you know just completely hopeless game but you're trying to pep talk yourself up and for those of you that followed you know the next day November 12th um, I was blessed with an incredible all-day sit and hunt and harvested an awesome buck um, this year but uh, that was the last time I actually pushed record and uh, it's been a while and part of the reason why I needed a breather um, this year just hasn't been what I had hoped it would be Uh, just a lot of things you know um, I think I think think a lot of times um, life can just get to be to the point where you just don't handle it very well and stress can become almost the only thing you see and feel. And I just didn't want to have, uh, I, I just didn't, wasn't in the right mindset to record anything. Um, for those of you that know or follow Small Acre Hunting on Facebook, or perhaps you uh, get onto the website, or you saw some other posts and some other people sharing it on social media, I did actually write a blog and uh it was extremely well received and to start this podcast before i get into that i want to touch on a few things moving forward i i'm i'm hoping that this breather did me well i'm i'm trying uh, <laughs> very hard to get back into the groove of things i've got a lot of stuff that i've been working on in the past just 14 days it's january 14th and January 1st, I started sitting down and reconstructing kind of everything. Um, the platform, how Small Acre Hunting is going to deliver content to some of you, how Small Acre Hunting is going to be structured moving forward. I'm excited about it, a um, little nervous about it, but I think it's ultimately going to be a good thing. And we, I was at kind of a crossroads uh, where I either needed to basically just kind of shut this thing down or kind of revamp and restylize it a little bit. And... Uh, I chose, I chose that instead of shutting it down. So um, that's what we're going to do. And I look forward to the very next podcast. You're going to hear me discuss all the updates. So stay tuned to the podcast. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel. Stay tuned to the website, Facebook. All that information is going to start trickling out there. I've ran a couple of tests through 
um, what what is going to be coming, and it seems to be working appropriately and correct. So, fingers crossed that's what happens. But you know that November 11th recording that I I, I recorded, I still have, and I just never published it. Um, I might play clips of it in the future, but it kind of was the catalyst. It's kind of when I started realizing I wasn't handling this year very well. Um, but those of you who know, I penned, oh, I'm trying to think what day it was, um, finding perspective in the chaos. I'm going to look right now what day I actually penned this and published it. I'm having trouble finding that right at the moment. But, uh, you know, finding perspective in the chaos was basically my attempt to uh, have something out there to kind of more so reach to me. You know, the article was definitely not just written for you, the listener, or you, the consumer. This was written with me on my heart. Knowing that this is something that I struggle with, it's something that I know I need to hear and remind myself of a lot. And that's just the perspective of, of hunting and the perspective of realizing that sometimes we make this thing way too big. So I sat down and wrote this December 17th and posted it um, roughly that evening, so about a week before Christmas. And I'm just going to share it with you now. For those of you that haven't read it already, this is your chance to hear it. And um, I'm going to be honest. And I kind of put a disclaimer on the write-up as well, but, well, you know what? I'm just going to read it. Finding perspective in the chaos. Warning, or disclaimer. This post, or what you're about to hear, is a glimpse into my thoughts and beliefs more transparent than perhaps I usually publish or share. If religion or an introspective look is not something you think a deer hunter can learn from, then this is definitely not for you. Written primarily as a strong reminder to myself, I feel this is something numerous hunters can draw insight from and no doubt sympathize with. I place hunting on way too high of a pedestal in my life. To be very candid for a moment, this is arguably one of the biggest struggles in my life. In Ephesians, Paul clearly identifies us as being dead in sin. And this sinner continually struggles with all things hunting, infiltrating and infecting my life due to the erroneous level of importance I place upon it. Yes, hunting is a passion so entwined into who Ty is that it would be impossible to remove it and still be whom God created me to be. However, he did not design me to allow that passion to become an addiction, which negatively impacts all other aspects of my life. I've hinted through social media posts that things are not all good in the deer woods for Pops and I this year. It seems the tumultuous year that is 2020 desires to cause chaos even in the world of deer for us. While each thing has occurred by and of itself is not that big of a deal, the compounding impact of one thing after another, after another, after another, has triggered quite the tailspin in my mind and, if I'm honest, my heart. 
for years, deer hunting was the escape I would run to. That one place that I could always count on to recharge my soul's battery and make the problems of the world just not seem so insurmountable. This year, this year, however, was quite different. And the quiet time up a tree to think was torture as much as it was a blessing. You see, the more quiet time I had to think, the more my head spun to the negative, to the stress, to the things. Entering the 2020 fall with far less properties, two lost and another cut in half, made the deer season feel odd before it ever got started. Little interjection into that wasn't originally written. One of those two properties being the homestead property that I grew up on, that I cut my teeth on, that I called home for some of the best years of my life. It would be the first year that I didn't have it to go to. That alone, though, all those things could be looked past. But it didn't stop there. As the season approached, began, and currently still is, at the time I was writing this, it just seems the list kept growing at every turn. The logging conducted well after spring greenup was pivotal for long-term success, but in the short term, it was confirmed two mature bucks had chosen to move off and not continue normal use of the property as they had for years. There was just too much disturbance. Food plots at my place were also an epic fail. A fail like no other season before. Cereal rye is the only saving grace to have anything out there as I typed the post. Discovered there was hunting pressure negatively impacting one sanctuary on my place due to a neighbor's stand just feet over the line and not facing his. Illness struck me hard. Late October to early November, when I'd planned on hunting the hardest, was when it hit. The sudden in-season loss of our biggest and main late-season farm, where a large amount of food plots were planted solely with post-season in mind, post-firearm season in mind. Those are just the major negative notes from the year. There's many others. As you can imagine, it has been quite easy to allow myself to wallow in self-pity. Many would say it's only normal for me to do so. Some would say even justifiable. However, I'm reminded of a quote I heard once by Steve Maraboli. It's a lack of clarity that creates chaos and frustration. Those emotions are poison to any living goal. The hardest part of finding the peace and calm in the storm of, of such frustrations is just the inability to stop and force oneself to step back from it. For it is then that we begin to approach the situation with a calm and clear mind. Yes, it's true. This season and situations surrounding it are not items I'd have chosen to occur. But. But. God still has poured out upon me blessings of which far exceed what I deserve. And that is where the clarity and the chaos begins to take form. 
Furthermore, just how important is deer hunting, if we're honest? If God appeared before me and handed over a pen, a piece of paper, and told me I had to write down the things in this life which truly matter, deer hunting would have no business being written down. So then why, why then is a tailspin inside of hunting causing such turmoil and chaos in my life as a whole? Why is it impacting the, the co-worker I am, the boss I am, the husband, the father that I am? The answer is an easy one. I've placed it on a pedestal of life much larger than it should be. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Now I want you to notice something about that passage. That passage doesn't say anything about the destination that path is taking you to, or what the outcome is. It merely states he will make it straight. I like to think of it as he will bring clarity to the path we are on and bring us back to proper perspective. Another way to picture it is he attaches horse blinders upon our life, removing all distractions in our periphery which may cause us to go astray, straighten our path. It's true. I could grow bitter and angry with a landowner that has seemingly changed the agreement we had without warning. Many would say that would be a just conclusion. However, with the proper perspective, how can I possibly allow anger to enter into a situation of which I don't deserve to begin with? How can I allow hunting to construct such hatred towards someone that has for years granted permission to use their land as if it were mine so freely. When you begin to ask yourself these questions, proper perspective and clarity don't even just take hold, they start to grow. There are numerous folks, some perhaps even reading this or listening to this, which struggle to have access on any private ground and rely solely on public. Who am I to sit here and pretend I deserve more? Who am I to not smile for all the blessings which I've had in the past and look to the future as an opportunity instead of a burden? Stepping forward. So here I sit in the same situation that plays out in our lives in nearly every aspect of it. Two paths lay before me, and neither will be easy. I merely have to choose which I desire to do. Do nothing. Continue to struggle with the limitations of my present situation. Or make a change. Struggle through door knocking, letter writing, and the million no's which will no doubt come in response. You know, I liken this whole situation, whether it be hunting or personal life situations that you're finding yourself in, I liken it to the great words of Gandalf in the cinematic production of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. In a moment, 
When Frodo says he wishes things had not happened in his time, Gandalf frankly responds, So do I. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. I refuse to allow something so insignificant as deer hunting cause me such stress, anxiety, and anguish. No matter what unfolds ahead of me leading into the 2021 season, I will force myself to enjoy the ride and embrace the journey. For it is the bumps, the turns, and the hiccups which precede an event that make that event memorable. So letters will be written, perhaps hundreds. Doors will be knocked. Well, maybe not until this COVID crap is done, but either way, change is what lays before us. And that's actually pretty exciting. This is Ty. God bless and good luck out there. As I already said before, thank you for listening to this episode of the Smaller Hunting Podcast. Hopefully, wherever you find yourself, private, public, big land, small land, new hunter or old hunter, there's something that you've learned. For ultimately, that's all I care about. If you have any topic discussion ideas for the Smaller Hunting Podcast, be sure to email me at smallacrehunting at gmail.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to all the videos on YouTube, like and follow the Facebook page, check out the website from time to time, and as always, stay tuned for the next episode of the Small Liquor Hunting Podcast. God bless and good luck out there.